been long enough. I think we ought to do it again. Like another... <laughs> another insurrection, yeah. I think. Absolutely. It should uh, become... It should do Civil War reenactments, but... Like, for that. We what do you think some... about people who, uh... Who do, like, the, um... The, the, uh... They oh, like, like, the medieval times stuff. The mid- yeah. Renaissance they, fair? The Renaissance fair, Two of fair, my yeah. best friends used to go to that every year. And I, since, like, we were in middle school up until college, they still went. You and discovered I, that well, it wasn't very fun. Yeah, and, like, oh, sorry I Sorry to spoil wait, your did story you, there. So you went and joined them once? Once I did, yes. When I went in middle school, I went. And they were so excited about this jousting stuff. Oh, my God. This jousting <laughs> stuff, it's two guys with, like, paper tubes. Right. It's not real jousting. Je- like, if it was real jousting, sure, okay, that's fun. But it's like you're watching, like, up Shakespeare in the Park, basically. Right. They're but using- they were still into it in college. And one time, yeah. I found an excuse every year until I didn't. And I actually came back, and I was like... This is even more like baby shit than I remembered. Right. It's, it's like so baby shit. What do you oh think? I just got, I, I, I totally agree with all of you, but what do you think the horses are thinking during a job? I think that the horses, can I tell so I watch, uh, it's a Queer Eye. Queer Eye is beautiful television. <laughs> if you ever watch, it's, it's an incredibly guilty, it's delicious. Oh, of course. Episode last night, they had a lady who, of course, you know, she has nine kids and her life is miserable. Are you going to tell me this woman she jousts? She doesn't wash her No, but they took her to equine, uh, no, uh, what's it, when, horse therapy. Yeah, where they take you to uh, equine horse, culture. Or equine, equine therapy yeah, equine or whatever. Therapy, it's yeah. equine, right? That's yeah. the word? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they, will, and, and they were like, uh, you know, just go talk to the horse for a little bit. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I'm sad. Yeah. And they and put the, and they put peanut butter in the horse's mouth and they yeah. make it like a therapist. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, well, life they do ex- tell them how yeah. you feel. Yeah, exactly. And then she's like, oh, well, you know what? You should you should ask the horse to walk that way, and you'll know that the horse will be okay if it walks away. Oh. And so she goes to the horse. She goes, all right, go away. And the horse is just like, all right. And that was the that was the therapy. The, ho- the horse that, stamp, the horse steps yeah. on a landmine. Yeah. <laughs> But you can just have, yeah. See, everything you do causes death. The horse didn't give a single fuck about that lady. <laughs> and I think it's much the same for the equine therapy. But anyway, anyway uh, welcome, uh, here we welcome are. Welcome back to the Hear Us Out podcast. We got Ryan Quigley from Bernie and a very special Were we recording this whole time? Yeah, we oh, yeah. recorded the whole time. Okay, that's what's so, letting me know. Yeah, that's what's so powerful about the, about the show. Our, that's our, what's so powerful about podcasts. You never know what's going to be recorded. Good podcast. It could be voices. Yeah. It could be screams. It could be cries for help. Maybe even all three. Perhaps. 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 I um, guess those are voices. But <laughs> Here we are again. Uh, Ephraim Bernie, Ryan Quigley. And of course, we have our special guest this time. Hello. Around, Sebastian. Hey, guys. Longtime listener. First time guester. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say uh, our biggest fan and our biggest hater, <laughs> because you're the only person the, the, that you watches. don't have enough people <laughs> to know about you. So like, I have to fill both roles. I'm working overtime. Here. I know, and there's a surprising amount of competition competition for haters when it comes to us. We've so. got a whole bunch, yeah. but yeah. you, <laughs> but you're the winner. You're the winner. <laughs> you're the best. You're my favorite one. How you doing, Bob? My favorite deputy. I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm really glad to be here on the Hear Me Out podcast. Not to be confused with the Hear Me Out podcast, the Hear Me Out podcast, the Hear Me Out podcast, Hear Me Out the podcast, oh, or the Hear Me Out podcast with Alonzo, I think it's called. Or with Tyler really- Perry's Hear Me Out podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, um, um, what's the address? Uh, Danielle. Danielle. 
Uh, Danielle. Oh, wait, Danielle won't be know? editing this. Okay. The well, editor's editor... name for this is, is Ryan. Okay, Ryan, <laughs> I want you to edit in the logos for all the different podcasts that uh, come up when you search Hear Me Out on iTunes. I, I politely decline <laughs> to do that. I'm gonna, it's going to be nothing on screen. They exist. Yes. I promise. They're they all do. out there. They do. They're all, they, the the yeah. joke stemmed from there was a Hear Us Out podcast. Uh-huh. But that's long dead. That was ours. The we lost is, the rights uh, to that. The app is the, the, yeah, the stole your very dissolved. original name. <laughs> we beat them. We, uh, how many Hear Us Out podcasts are there, you think? You want me to look it up right no. now? I, I didn't think <laughs> no. so. Uh, there's, there's exactly too many. We should way. change the name, though, right? You think we should change the name? I mean, what would you change it to? The uh, podcast. <laughs> the, we'll we'll call it the uh, the Bellcast. The Bellcast. The Hopcast. The, hop the Hippity Hop Bellcast. Yeah, I think that's those, those are all good. Those are all good. If you have any names for the podcast, at home, leave it in the comments comment section. It, leave below. it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me. Um, yeah. What's so special about Sebastian, more than any other guest, is that he's known me for for a very long time. You've you've known me from uh, with like ten years old is when we first. You're like oh, childhood shit. friend. Childhood. Where'd childhood you guys meet? We met in middle school. Well, let me do talking. We met in middle school. <laughs> we met. Uh, we met at uh, Manhattan School for Children. That That's what we it was. did. Uh, P.S. What? P.S. Three 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 three. Mm-hmm. Halfway there, baby. Yeah, halfway, halfway to hell. <laughs> halfway I'm to hell. The camera shots. Sebastian's right in the middle. Right. Ooh, nice. It's very important. Um, but I remember because I was trying to. I was looking back at like our um, you know. The birth of our friendship here, because we've been through many birth phases. Of no mm-hmm. um, the, bir- <laughs> the birth of a nation. And I remembered way back, when, I, at least I felt like when I, when I, when you first met me, I don't think you liked me very much. You know, wow. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the. F- I was thinking back about how we first met and the first big thing we did. Uh-huh. The first big thing we did. I came over to your house to do a science project for the science fair. Yes. And do you remember right. what this project was? Yes. <laughs> the project was, get ready for this, uh-huh. how many times do people blink while they watch movies? <laughs> it was it was life-changing research. It oh, was the what? dumbest premise <laughs> for a science. It's not even really science. And this was like a this was like an original idea. This was, whose had. idea was it? I think this it was, was my idea, but I, I, I have a strong memory of me looking up science fair project ideas on the internet. And you found And that? I found this one. Yeah. What page were you on? 63 of the search <laughs> results? What? In so, what universe? I think like exploding what? volcano or whatever. <laughs> so, but, so which one of you was watching the movie? Okay, so and which one was counting? Okay, so, <laughs> so, okay, so there were a lot of us. It was us and a few of our friends. His sister was in it too. Mm-hmm. Gus Bernie, all the fans know. All the fans and, know. Um, we watched. <laughs> Good God! Enough of Gus Bernie. Carry on. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we watched three different kinds of things. We watched a comedy, uh, a sad drama, and a horror movie. We was and we and and we based like you know how, how do you blink more when you watch a certain kind of movie? That was what we were trying to figure out. I what, think what, that's what way better than how many times you think you. <laughs> well, like how wait, many times? What did we find? Yeah. We found that you you blink the most when you're watching something sad. That's what we discovered. Well, yeah, because tears. No, uh, because of tears. Was we that watched, our hypothesis. Wow. We wa- it was our hypothesis. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about what we watched. So the comedy, wa- yeah. was an episode yeah. of I Love Lucy, <laughs> which is you know every. Fifth graders' favorite TV show at the time. Like you could tell, your parents had way too much involvement in this project. I couldn't project. think of anything to watch. <laughs> <laughs> that is, what year I, is this? I, what grade was this? Fifth, fifth grade. Fifth, this grade. was fifth grade. Oh, yeah. Six years old. This is two thousand seven. Uh, probably about two thousand seven. Yeah. And yeah. the best you guys had was 
I love Lucy. You had you literally own a DVD of every show I and couldn't, movie known to and, me. And I said, let's start with the classics. Let's start with the classics <laughs> and work our way up. So we watched the Chocolate Factory episode of I Love Lucy. That was the comedy. And very for funny. drama. Very funny. For the sad drama, it was the final scene of E.T. Yeah. I'll when be he, right when... here and all that. Uh-huh. And then, here's the best part. For the horror movie, you know what we picked? We Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> Dead Man's Chest. Gee, I wonder who picked that See, one. I actually did. did you, I actually did decide what happened in the movies, didn't I? I had some great taste. But that's not a horror movie. Well, it was oh, it's very scene, scary. It was the scene where we meet Davy Jones with the tentacle uh, uh, mouth. Right, he's disgusted. To me, yeah. yes. I guess it was more gross out than scared. I am always I was scared. I'll still, if I go back and I watch that scene, it's not the fact that You would get scared by Davy no, Jones No, it's today. not Davy Jones. It's the fact that the guy's face is gone. It's the technology behind it. No, I don't remember. Do you remember in Pirates of people in the, I've never the comment section? i the whole section, movie. In yeah. the comment section below, you will remember... In Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, um, the first time you meet Davy Jones, you don't even see him at first. They find this guy. He's like, oh, I'm, I, I, I'm like dying or whatever. They turn him around. His entire face is gone. Ripped oh, off. my God. Uh, it's very scary to me. It was very scary it's to me sp- as a kid. How does he eat? Sure. <laughs> I don't think that. I think that's the last of his Don't get me started worries. on smell. Yeah. <laughs> That's the last of his concerns. I thought you were going to say the scary part about Davy Jones was the, the technology behind it. Like, how did they do that to the actor's <laughs> face? Was the groundbreaking behind it. Exactly. Yeah, you were scared about how far technology has come, and you thought we had entered a point of no return. And yeah. we did. We never and came we back did. from that. No. Now every character looks like Davy Jones in modern movies. We got, <laughs> they all have ten of we got an A-plus on that project. Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> epic movie. Epic movie. All those have the same. All of those have. All of them got A pluses on our science fair. Yeah. Uh, Were you in the theater with me when I saw Epic movie? No, no. I I refused. Okay, never I mind. I did want to see it though. Well, it's a I'm... good movie. You remember that? No. It was one of those spoof movies. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh or, yeah, yeah like, like one of the yeah, yeah. like scary movie. That, kind yeah, of yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. and Friedberg. And um, those were the guy's name. That's what we should. That's what that's a seltzer in front of the two of us. <laughs> straight white guilt. Yeah, it's true. Straight white. Oh, guilt, no one has more straight white guilt than those two guys. <laughs> it's true. Disaster yeah. movie, date movie, meet the Spartans. You know, I watched the right. trailer for date movie. We're not going to do too many movie stuff because we've we've got movies to to talk about later oh, on. Oh, we've got a whole thing. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. We do. Um, but. When we first met, I don't think that you I, – I think because we used to do – Ryan, I don't know if you ever did this, but, like, we had a little imaginary game that we would play as kids, oh, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we sure. Did. Well, I do tell. What, what ha- <laughs> you know, while you were out, while you were out playing football and, and hockey and, and kick the can. We were fighting in the war we for your rights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? We, were, we had a little – Do you want me to say sorry? <laughs> like, <laughs> we just want you to kiss us at the feet. Yes, exactly. Carry uh, on. The, uh, back, yes, you're, uh, you're uh, ever-important imaginary game, uh-huh. as, you, as you call it. At recess – there was a little corner. Oh, do you remember this? Mm. It was a little corner, and I th- the lore was already established by the time yes, I got sir. there. I showed up, and Sebastian took me around, and he, and he was like, he, he was like, on this corner, we've written that they were they had drawn on buttons. Yes. On do you remember wall. what the machine was called? I don't remember what the, the machine was called. Film extractor. It was, and every day they would press a press a little button on the thing, and we we would have to live out a new imaginary scenario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And, Basically, uh, we played improv games, essentially. Oh, well, you got to give an example or two. <laughs> <laughs> what, were, what were one of the things that we... But you got to give an example It was, it was almost entirely it, it, from the pantheon of your comics at well, the time. Well, no, not, not entirely true. We did some of your comics, too. Uh-huh, those were it's bad. It's like Henry Gerbil. I used to make a comic strip called Henry Gerbil. So this is... So, okay, so let me... Let's walk through the schedule for uh-huh. the day. Okay. You'd start out, you'd write a comic... You'd write your own little comic, I'd a have little, little chapter. Com- you wrote comics all prepared. the time. Yeah, like, like comic you books. you comics as much as like me or Nick no. or something other? Uh, okay. Clearly that not. My guy was called Henry Gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> and then so you would base these games uh-huh. off those comics. Yeah, it's game. like, right. okay, we're acting out like I'm Henry Gerbil, you're Tony Turtle, or whatever your character's name is. Hey, hey, Tony Turtle is a, <laughs> is a, a good friend of mine. Hero. Is a <laughs> Henry Gerbil. He Henry died Gerbil. so Ryan could play kickball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. But I remember when I first showed it's, up. Yeah. Because I didn't. I, look, I had asthma. I wasn't going to be playing with cool kids. I hear you. Um, yes. And you did it. You played with I, me. Uh huh. I showed up. I was hanging out with. I was like, hey, can I hang out with you guys? And you were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? You, I have very vivid memories of you like. There's really not enough room. There, like, we just have a whole <laughs> thing going on here. Yeah. We have a whole situation. The right. film extractor is only calibrated for up to three people. That was, so. and 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 it took me a while. What we, what I think eventually won you over was uh, life is sweet, which I also wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, on the, here. The play. Life my mom is sweet. actually did a lot of plays for my school, but they weren't like seussical or stuff like that she wrote like her own plays with her own music it was very okay cool. so she would write and direct or just yes, write it? Yes. okay cool that's she'd dope. do the music she'd do like the piano for it oh cool. did you yeah, ever yeah. do any school pl- you never did any school they plays. didn't have school plays in my catholic school their idea was they had one play a year and only one grade would do it right yes. it was only a fifth grade play and it was the passion play because i went to catholic school mm-hmm. and my year i'll have you know i was jesus it's true. Wow. That was yeah, the big, that the, was the the, big the, one. The real kicker. Well, there were two real kickers. The first one is that I was very fat. <laughs> right? So I was a very fat kid. So, so Jesus was fat, right? Awesome. And the other one was that all of the actors, none of them ever spoke. So you would just walk through the motions of being <laughs> Jesus or Judas Iscariot, and they would have narrators in the back. So mm-hmm. picture me, fat, in a white t-shirt with my <laughs> belly hanging out, up on a cross in the center in a, in a, in a, in a Catholic school gym, and I go, <laughs> and you just hear, it is finished. And, and then the curtains close. <laughs> yeah, and the cross falls over. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that was my extent of being a... Wow. Yeah, so you understand awesome. what we were... Because yeah. there's a moment from which I, I'm going to make sure that you get the clip for it mm. because we have it recorded. Oh, sure. Um, Life is Sweet was the sixth grade play that mm-hmm. Sebastian's mom and directed and wrote. And I was the philosopher in it. That was my character's <laughs> name. Um, and you were... What was your character's name? Do you remember what your character was? I was... I don't remember exactly, but I was like a... You there, were, there were three characters that were supposed to be like the Marx Brothers. He was essentially Harpo <laughs> Marx. Yeah, the silent one. <laughs> you had like this big clown wig on. Uh-huh, red and we're running wig. around slapping people with chickens. And, and I had whatnot. a horn. <laughs> and you had a... <laughs> honk, like honk. Harpo did. <laughs> and I was That's my I, mom wrote me such a meaty part. Yeah. I, <laughs> nepotism wins again. I I had a, my part was uh um the philosopher and I was essentially a homeless guy who lived uh. outside of the main care, the main family's bakery. 
because it was about a bakery. <laughs> I'm sure, the, life, life is, is sweet. sweet. Okay, in, a bakery in the 1920s. Sure. Um, and um, I had. Do you remember? I had. I had a song, but that wasn't really a song because I couldn't. I don't remember. I couldn't really sing. I had, but I I had a song that I was really excited about. It was a last minute addition to the play, and your mom, when we went up and performed it, uh-huh. your mom skipped the song while we were performing it. By accident, she started playing the music for the next intro, but I kept singing. This was performed. It's recorded out there. I kept singing even though I didn't have music that went along with it. <laughs> And the next character started coming on because she heard her intro music, and I pushed her off. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, you're a monster. Rejected. I, I put. I said, "No, it's not time for you. It's yet. not your show, oh, baby." I, you can not... see me mouthing that, and then I point to your mom playing the piano, and I say, "Go back." Go back. You fucking uh, I was I was like, go back. What a no, dick. I didn't get to do I was still I, I was gonna have this moment and I am cracking up while I'm doing it. And how did you have the a funniest career? thing You're about a it to prick. me? I, I was. I was it was crazy. But I was like, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna have this robbed from me. I'm gonna have my moment here. Clearly not. And um the funniest part about it is that the character that I push off is the bad guy in the in the play. <laughs> it was the cloak. Do you remember this I character? I remember her. Molly played the cloak. Sure. And it, her character was just this guy who had a cloak on and was kidnapping people because he wanted to be a baker his entire life. Do you remember? I it was supposed to be a she. Oh, I guess it was supposed I mean, to be a she because Molly played it. it. Yeah, a woman played it. Um, but like the whole thing was that this character was supposed to be so intimidating and scary. And in the production of it, yeah, a homeless she, philosopher. This, this, she comes her. on. She comes on, and, I, and I'm like, no, go back, <laughs> get out of here. Wow. And that was oh, the God. end of the show. That was the. That might as well have been the end of the show. It might. Well, it was definitely the end of your career. Like, holy <laughs> shit! How dare you? How do I not have any recollection of this at all? We'll put it what up is, there. We'll what, put the what, did, what did your What did your parents uh, say after it? My dad filmed the whole thing. He was the one who was filming it. Right, but what did he say? He after? was. He was like, "Good job." <laughs> you did what I would have done, <laughs> and have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud uh, of you, son. <laughs> that's good. Well, I'm glad that you guys have come this far. Yes, and you know still, I remember still thick as thieves. <laughs> uh huh. And I remember like a short story he wrote, uh-huh. um, which was about this guy who's really you remember this guy who's really pissed off because he's on the bus and yeah. people are being dicks. Like this guy won't stop talking to him. This woman like is cursing him out because she won't give up her seat to him. And then the big clincher for him that like ruins his whole day is the bus driver starts singing really loudly. The wheels on the bus go round and round. And I just like to imagine that Ephraim thought somehow that all bus drivers just sung this all the time. This is what he did. Like when there you have more. a job, was, you know. when you have a job, you just sing whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like McDonald's workers are always singing. Yeah. I'm loving it every five seconds. Uh, 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 you know, they are. <laughs> or old McDonald had a farm. Yeah. There, there you go. There, there you they go. have options. Yeah. They, yeah. Old they McDonald's really, had a what do you burger. think we sing? <laughs> <laughs> I give up. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> that works. That's the bellhop. That's the bellhop uh, yeah. guarantee. Exactly. It's very it's much true. so. Uh-huh. True. But uh you told me beforehand that you had since we're move we gotta move on to something yes. past um past our childhoods. You told me that you I had don't a think li- I can. <laughs> <laughs> you told <laughs> you told me that you've got uh you've got some ideas, some revisions. Yeah, yeah, I for do. A movie. I have so like so I'm uh I, I make films sometimes. It's kind of like um He is I should have introduced you more. You are a you are say. a writer, a director, yeah, uh, yeah, a yeah. sound and engineer. And I've directed and write and righted. I've directed <laughs> and written a lot of things that uh this guy's been in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's written a lot of my stuff over the years, which you can check out on Hansel Sphere Studios. That's right, let's yes, do sir. a little plug. Yeah, H E N Z L Sphere Studios. Danielle, put that up there. That's H E N Z L I'm editing it. Danielle, Danielle's five videos behind. Well, I want Danielle to do it. I want Danielle to do it too. I certainly don't want to do it. But go ahead. But yeah, um, and I also, while I do like to make my own things, I also have a pitch here for a movie that I would like someone else to make. Love it. Yes, yeah. And that someone else hopefully is listening right now, mm-hmm. Chris Wedge. Chris Wedge, Chris baby. Wedge. Yes. Does so it has nothing to do with us. <laughs> nothing, nothing to do with us. Uh, no. Not okay. To, not Chris to me. Wedge was an alumni of my college, and he's a notable filmmaker who directed films such as Ice Age, Robots, and Epic. Of course. How could I? And mm-hmm. he, uh, yeah. you know, uh, founded Blue Sky Animation Studios, which made all of those. Mm-hmm. Love. Yeah. And you know, a while back, I came up with a concept for uh, the sixth possible Ice Age movie. There's okay. So th- there's, with this, five. there's five. There's five. Mm-hmm. Are you including Adventures be... of Buck Wild? Because that just came out. Uh, no, I, I, I don't consider that canon. <laughs> okay. Okay. And this would be like a, like a bow on the end of the Yes, the I think this would be the perfect finale for yeah. the franchise. Okay. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I came up with this idea about five years ago, so some of it might not have aged super well, <laughs> is the thing. <laughs> they stormed the Capitol. <laughs> No, that's actually, that part actually aged the best. That okay, yeah, all right. Well, Chris, but, Chris, he's listening at home. He uh-huh. he's a big fan. Chris, Chris Wedge. Oh Chris yeah, Wedge. yeah. I, yeah. I, I assume so. Yeah. You know, what else would he do with his free time? I mean, he only has his own company. So yeah. like, um, so while some of it might be dated, I'm gonna just see if it sticks. Okay. So the idea is. I assume both of you have seen at least one Ice Age movie. I know the premise. Of course, yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. Because I haven't seen any of the sequels other than the second one. They don't matter. Okay. No. <laughs> this movie, kind of like a, so it's called Ice Age Thought Out. Thought Out. Thought Out. Uh-huh. Thought Out. I like that a lot. Okay. Pretty or good. a little play on words. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't know if it's really a play. It's like <laughs> just words that already exist. But sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a play on words. And, <laughs> and so the premise is Manny the Mammoth, Sid the Sloth. Boom. Yeah. Uh, Diego the Sabertooth Tiger. Pow. I really hate how his name is not the first letter of Tiger. Right. <laughs> like it's, Manny the Mammoth. Don't you get it? It's Diego. Ah, yeah, there you go. Diego the Tiger. And this is original cast, Ray Romano. Oh, of course. John Leguizamo, Dennis Liriamo, and of course, Chris (laughs) Wedge reprising his role as Scrat. Love. Uh, Bet you didn't know that. But yeah. (laughs) I bet you feel pretty stupid right now. I'm ashamed of myself. How embarrassing. (laughs) It's quite, yeah. (laughs) Okay. So the premise is the four of them. I'm not including any of the other characters. We're not having Manny's wife. We're not having, like, Sid's second cousin twice removed oh. or Diego's, like, sister-in-law or whatever. Right. None of those. None of okay. those characters. Any of the Eskimos from the first no. one? No. Okay. No. Yeah. But, well, you'll see. Okay. So, <laughs> so, okay. So, the premise. Ice Age. Thawed out. They get frozen in a block of ice. 
Yeah. Boom. And uh, people on an expedition find them in our present day. So it's uh, 2022 now. No, uh, sorry. I meant our but, present day 2017. Okay. Uh, yeah. see, see, remember when I said it might be a little dated? That yes. might be part of it. Okay. I'm, all right. But I'm following. Because it's not 2017 anymore. So people might be like, confused. What are they talking about? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. But wait, it's a choice. <laughs> it's a creative decision yeah, it's that I've made. And I'm sticking to it. I I'm like sticking it. to my guns. Confidence. So. Um, some, so they put their, they're like, they're like perfectly preserved prehistoric animals. Right. We mm-hmm. got to sell this for big money. Boom. So they bring it to a big auction in New York. The big the, apple. The big apple itself. Uh, <laughs> the big apple rotten to the core, as they say. And they bring it there. <laughs> Thanks in, to Blasio. In the big <laughs> block of ice. And they're, they're about to auction that off while also auctioning off the world's largest magnifying glass. <laughs> Just by and just by, by just, pure coincidence, just, they're also auctioning that off. So they're like, timing. "All right, yeah. let's start the bidding at one million dollars, one million dollars, two million, three million, all that stuff." Yes. right. The guy's doing that and that. Meanwhile, the sun comes out, and it's a bright and sunny day. And so the were sun, they doing this at like four in the morning? <laughs> they thought it would be a cloudy day, but the weatherman uh, mixed his notes up. Oh, I it's see. the perfect storm of coincidences. <laughs> It's like the opening sequence of right. Magnolia, where you see all the insane and, coincidences right. throughout the And I'm the assuming that the giant magnifying glass is, is angled so. Uh, oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> they put it straight up, but like it slipped out of its fixture and fell just perfectly. Perfectly. Yeah. Aiming at the ice block. So the sun comes out and starts to melt. Yes. And as the bidding keeps going, the bitter, the auctioner. We're guy still, just, we're, are we even 10 minutes into the movie or? <laughs> definitely not. Okay. But the auctioner uh, is, is like, you know, 1 million, 2 million, 3 million, blah, blah, blah. And then like everyone starts to become shocked and screams and he doesn't understand why. Then he turns around. All four of them are loose. Wow. And everyone runs away screaming because there's prehistoric animals. That are alive and well. Yeah, they're alive and well. And he's like, oh my God, where are we? (laughs) Where's all the ice? Are we in New York? Deborah. (laughs) Deborah. Yeah. (laughs) Now, it would be fun to include a little Everybody Loves Raymond reference in there. Uh I think so. But I think those fan bases overlap quite a bit. I agree. (laughs) But um, the four of the creatures, yes, they're out. They're out. And they're like... Where are we? And so there's a whole montage of them exploring the city and seeing the sights, right? Do they ever mourn the loss of their friends? <laughs> uh, well, it hasn't hit them yet. Well, it hasn't hit them yet. They yeah. think like they just slept a while because, right. like, they were like, "What?" It's like coming out of a coma. You don't know what's real. It's not. And they're like, "Like, it's, it's like, what did they do to my tree or whatever?" And he's pointing at um, a tree, <laughs> a, a, a different tree. Point at a fire hydrant. Yeah, a fire hydrant. He's like. Like, how am I supposed to sleep on this? And, of course, he jumps on it, and, like, water shoots out. And it's a really laugh, laughable laugh moment. <laughs> Real and Diego, and Diego's mm-hmm. like, like, where are all the elk I'm supposed to hunt? And why are they all yellow and have wheels? <laughs> <laughs> oh, very funny. Because they did invent wheels back then. So, uh, like, that's right. not... <laughs> he that's says, not like, why are they all taxi cabs? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. thinking we do a little, the car almost runs into him, and he's like, hey, I'm hunting here. I'm hunting here. And he slams on the taxi cab. But the oh, guy it's runs a out very screaming. clever reference. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh-huh. And maybe there's a scene where Manny puts on a cowboy hat and tries pimping himself out to, like, the women of New York. You've <laughs> <laughs> seen the movie. Gets a little too real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but how, what What's happened? What's the resolution? The, how what, do they, how what does they the resolution? We haven't even gotten to, like, oh. the main <laughs> chunk of the story. We So they're like, we need to get back to our time. This place is weird. Sure. And he's like, where can we find ice? 
and he sees a recruitment sign for an organization called ICE. <laughs> and he's like, hey, they probably have ICE. Let's go over there. It's, it's like, okay, I'll be right there. And then he slips on something and yeah. falls and tumbles into an ice cream machine oh, okay. and gets this ye- weird yellow swirl on his head. Oh, right. no. And then he falls into a men's warehouse and gets this big dumb suit that makes his hands look tiny. Meanwhile, there's people having a political debate nearby, and he accidentally runs into him and ends up being on the stage. And he's like, look, I might be a simple sloth, but I know we need to get ice back. Where are the glaciers? And everyone starts cheering because it's the hottest day of summer. It's the hottest day of summer. So they relate, right? And then he starts becoming a big contender and starts trending in the polls. Wow. (laughs) And and with his, um, so Sid the Sloth, 2016, make America a glacier again. Wow. NAGA for sure. That's great. But this so, is 2017. Trump uh, is already president. Trump no, is no, no, no. Trump doesn't exist in this timeline. He would be like the Trump this is, standard. He's We're the Trump in something standard. of a multiverse. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Meanwhile, okay, so meanwhile, something Diego. Something of a shifter. I hadn't really thought about Diego. So I'm thinking maybe he's hunting and then he breaks into a vegan restaurant or whatever. Oh, maybe oh. he becomes oh. like a soy boy. I like this. Yeah, I was, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then he meets this charming hippie girl who gives him tofu and he eats it and learns he likes it. Right, oh, okay. and becomes really good friends with this girl. Do they fall in love, and um, yeah, they do actually. Okay, it's a little whirlwind romance as he becomes like a super leftist, like. But Antifa she's guy. a human being. Okay, but we don't need to think about it. <laughs> it's. Have you seen B movie? Yeah, yeah. It's like no, it's I, been done. I don't want them to reference the fact they're animals. I want to keep it. I know they did in the first scene, but again, <laughs> again, some of it. Might not age super well. Sure, sure. Like the continuity okay. it's a, it's, issue. It's it's uh-huh. a period piece. It's a period piece. Period piece. Period piece. And so okay, so 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 meanwhile, uh, M- Manny signs up for ice, and he goes to the ice recruitment center, and he sees people wearing this like riot gear or whatever. And he's like, that must be to keep them warm. And so they talk about their mission, you know, and they're going to break they talk into about this their house mission. and. Uh, <laughs> their mission to break into this just casual banter house. at the ice facility yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and a woolly mammoth it really falls accustomed <laughs> to, to freezing temperatures is his biggest concern is, is keeping warm <laughs> <laughs> on but, the hottest day of the year <laughs> Wait, what did I say anything about keeping warm? Oh, he, he wants says, the ice. The, no, but the the. the it's, I don't. I, you know what? I'm sorry to interrupt. I think it's better. They're riot gear. Go to go to the next chapter. Well, they're trying to keep warm because they don't have fur. Okay. okay. Oh, I, I see. Maybe so. let me be the ideas guy for a fucking second. <laughs> okay. So, so then he's like, they break into this house. He's like, give us all your ice or whatever. But yeah. then he realizes they're not being. Uh, they're not looking for the ice. He's like, why is no one going to the freezer? And then he realizes they're arresting the people, and he go sees this one little kid. And he looks at this little kid, and he has a, a Vietnam flashback. And he recognizes this kid as no the ancestor of the little boy he rescued from the first movie. No way. Wow, come on. That's as good as it's ever going to get. Yeah, so then he's like, oh my god, it was fate. I have to help you again. And then he starts taking the ICE members and throwing them around and bludgeoning their heads in. Okay. Murdering them. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. He goes kind on of a, like a little... And he runs away with the family on his back. Sure. And then, meanwhile, uh, it's breaking <laughs> the news everywhere. And, of course, Diego and her hippie girlfriend want to help the family. Meanwhile, Sid, uh, the kind of... He was trending in the polls, talks about it at his big you know a populist candidate yeah Uh yeah yeah. populist candidate yeah yeah he's and so he talks more about the importance of ice and obviously people think they're talking about the other ice Uh see and then um there's a big thing where manny bursts onto the stage oh 
Uh-huh. And and Diego and his friends are all wearing like uh, they're dressed as like riders, and they throw like Molotov cocktails at the stage, and it's a big mess. Oh, yeah. And then that the heat from the cocktails makes Sid's uh, ice cream melt. wig melt, and yeah. they all reveal he's a sloth, and they don't like him anymore. So what? <laughs> what? <laughs> because they said, "Oh, I'm out." <laughs> yeah, they're like, you know, I could handle the other shit, but so it they was do really... know that they're animals. Now they do. Yes. <laughs> It'll need a few touch-ups in the future, I'm sure. Uh-huh. But I'm not going to do them. <laughs> so then they're like, we have to get Ice back, but how? And then they find out. Okay, so you remember this movie Geostorm that came out in 2017? <laughs> I think I missed it. It Go was ahead. a movie about a weather machine. Gerard Butler's looking for a weather machine that can... It, no, no, there is a weather machine that can control the weather a la SimCity. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. And uh, it malfunctions and goes crazy. So I'm Woo! thinking this takes place in the same world. And they find Gerard Butler, and they steal the machine from him, set it to ultimate ice mode. And then okay. they send the world It's a big lever, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lever. It's a big, giant lever. Yeah, ice, rain, sun, inclement, yeah. and then... Yes. okay, I'm with you. Tornado. <laughs> tornado. Those are the five weathers. Tornado. And together, yeah. And so the Captain entire planet. world freezes. Boom. And they're, and they're back at it again. The gang's even though back it's only at three it. three of them, as they play around, they're completely frozen. Oh, yeah, I, I guess... Uh, Oh, you know what? The immigrant family didn't freeze because Manny made them a coat out of his own fur. Oh, that's really good. Wow. That's then, emotional. At some point, so they're probably going to die, though. Yes, but, oh, wait, I haven't talked about Scrat Oh, yet. no. <laughs> oh, please. So Scrat's oh, subplot no. is he's always looking for a nut. So he As, finds... Who isn't? Guess what, <laughs> ladies? Uh, but let's say he's in New York City, right? What does New York City have a lot of? Oh, yeah. Roasted nut vendors. Oh boy! So there's a roasted nut vendor. He's constantly <laughs> you were getting into say hookers. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I hope this isn't one of the parts I that didn't age well. <laughs> um. Okay. So, so he gets into a fight trying to get this guy's roasted nuts, and okay. the guy's like. There's maybe a bit where he goes into the cart and likes coming out all the different parts, and he's slamming him like whack-a-mole, kind of. Sure. Reference. That's good. Uh-huh. And so he's constantly hunting him throughout the movie. And I'm thinking maybe we recreate, like, classic, maybe Mission Impossible reference. Boom. So he's like gliding it. down on a phone line. Yeah. But he misses, and he slams into, like, I don't know, a popular ad. A giant was, nut. A giant... <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> falls into the M&M's ad. Uh-huh. Okay. Right, where the, um, the big M&M. green M&M is kissing him. Well, I guess that's not – we can't do that either because the M&Ms are – I was like, going to say that was my next piece of news, but what do you guys think well, of that? Yeah. We'll, we'll get, get to that in a second. Because anyway, I'm fall, not even well-read on that. So, right. so it, it, you're getting fresh eyes for The me. nut vendor and the squirrel, Scrat, come to like each other. Sure. They fall in love. Okay. Because they realize they both have a common goal in this life, to get that nut. To get like that nut. And All I was right. thinking Rob Schneider could play the nut vendor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, at the end of the movie, Scrat realizes when everyone's frozen, the nut vendor is too. And his precious oh, nuts with him. Oh, sad. Oh, so Scrat And so Scrat side and uh, stabs himself with an icicle. And that's oh, and, the and end that's, of his journey. That, <laughs> and that's the end of the entire is that, series. Is that yeah. how the movie ends? <laughs> or is this a that's post-credit like a post-credit scene? Credit. No, he tries, <laughs> he tries to stab himself with an icicle, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But then the weather machine malfunctions again. No, wait, I have a better idea. The magnifying <laughs> glass is still there. A bit of sunlight <laughs> comes out and goes through the magnifying glass and zaps the icicle into nothing. And then he just screams no at the top of his lungs. Right. Oh, not even death is given to him. No, no, not even that. He's the most tragic character of all time. It's true. And it's... that's my premise for Ice Age 6, hey. thought out. Chris Wedge, I hope you're listening. Chris Wedge. We've got the whole thing I don't know for how, you. I don't know how you turn that down. 
That's I frankly, you'd be losing money not I, to do this. He's losing money every day. He doesn't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. I came up with this in 2017, so he's lost five years of money well, already, and then not he's even account, not even accounting for inflation. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Another dated aspect. <laughs> So I, I wow. really I wanted to come on this podcast and tell that because I've been looking for a platform. <laughs> that is oh, I see. For you. But you you picked the wrong one. That's the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that was that was that was like a, that was a fifteen twenty minute pitch. <laughs> that was incredible. Well, I had to really you know sell it. it really I is. had to really. It's very well done. It's actually great that you have well that much thought done. out about. It's like amazing. Well fucking done. <laughs> Thank you. I am curious what you think of the green M M&M, and M though. <laughs> Yeah, you can, uh, for, the, for this, the context, somebody tell the story. So, I, guys, I've just a story. Just the recently, M&M. they took away the green M and M's boots. That was the big, and people are in an uproar. And fans about. are furious. Fans are furious. Tucker Carlson included. You know, uh, Tucker I Carlson actually, included. I tweeted about this the other day. I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw. Like, I'm just picturing a guy 30 years from now can imagine exactly where he was and what he was doing. When he found out about the M and M's going woke, like the assassination of JFK, or, something. <laughs> <laughs> or when Michael Jackson died, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But the you day know, the music died because oh, the whole thing is it, it, like you can you can have your stance on the politics of it, regardless. But the whole thing is is a big distra- distraction because Nestle and all them are getting sued. They're in a lot for of like trouble child for child slavery. Yeah. Oh, so I, there is it, so this is something of a cover up. It's a cover up. Yeah, wow. I made a comic about that when I was a diversion. about child slavery, uh, making chocolate. Was that was, <laughs> when we did the? Did we do that imagination game? <laughs> we did not do that one, but I did find it. And I was like, wow, wow. Was so uh, you were ahead of the time. Yeah. Was that like a Willy Wonka reference? What do you think that was? Willy, what do you mean, Willy Wonka? I don't know. Like just like child slavery making chocolate. I don't know. No, it was just okay, the just characters like, I made. Just the characters. they're talking I'm about sorry. like this is bad. You should buy fair trade chocolate, which is made cruelty free. That's pretty Chris good. Wedge. <laughs> Chris Wedge. Chris? Chris Wedge. Chris. Come on. If there was ever a time. There is a guy. your chocolate game, Chris. But yeah. I like. And then I'll sell. Yeah. Maybe I'll sell. And then maybe I'll sell you the rights to my idea. For your Your franchise. camera's over here, bud. <laughs> That's my television. I've been secretly looking at it all the time. All I'm saying. I, I, like, I just think it's hilarious that they could go through all this trouble and they think that taking away her little boots are is going to change anything. I mean, they were right. Did it change anything? No. no. I don't care but about like, child slavery at all now. Well, can you, I, can I you, forgot it was a concept. Can you argue both sides? Can either of you... Is this the hear me out section? I think this is the hear me out section. This is great. This is what you. This would be our, our controversial take. Right. Do you have an argument for them keeping the, the boots? Argument for them keeping the boots. You get the easier but side. But here's the thing. It's yeah. not just the boots. This was never about the boots. They, she they, like, they made her like, they nerfed her. Like, they made her less yeah, sexy. they nerfed her sexuality. They, yeah. yeah. They de-yassified her as, yeah, a, they, as a term. They de-yass, <laughs> yeah, they de-yassified her. Uh-huh. Yeah, they made her, um, well, I, we haven't seen any of the new ads, so I don't really know how this will play. Right. Like, she's, she's got... still going to suck off yellow every five seconds. <laughs> Like in all the classic ads we see in front of AMC. It's true. It's true. They really get you pumped for the movie. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm with you. No, now they just have Nicole Kidman coming out there. Yeah, and sucking like... off the yellow evidence. <laughs> <laughs> when are they going to nerf Nicole Kidman? You know, I saw that ad for the first time ever the other day yeah. in the theater, and there was one guy behind me who just went. 
let it came on. I think if you know what we're talking <laughs> that about, that was me. <laughs> Do you know what anything we were talking about? They have this new ad that plays in front of every movie. At I haven't seen a movie since fucking coronavirus. Like really? in, like in the mm-hmm. theater. I don't remember the last time I was in the theater. Oh, to tell wow. the truth. They have this thing that they've done. I, I want to go back. It's yeah. They've done this thing where they have – it starts now every time with Nicole Kidman walks out into an empty movie theater. Uh-huh. And she's just talking about the magic of movies. Mm-hmm. But they have her watching like the most re- – they have her watching Jurassic World 2. <laughs> <laughs> heartbreak feels good in a place and like that's, this. Uh, but that is cinema. <laughs> when she said heartbreak feels good in a place like this, she's referring to Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. feels good compared to what else is going on. Amen to that but yeah, no, there's not much more to do about that. I just, I hope, I hope that's where they stop it. I don't want to, I don't want them to change too much with any of the other M&Ms. I like yeah, how I don't they want look. them to change Nicole Kidman's shoes either. That, she's next on the chopping block. <laughs> They'll do it. I, uh, perhaps I'm being dense, but like one side of people want the boots to remain and the others don't. And the people who want the boots thought that the M&M was hot and feel... Well, no, or, it's not a matter of what they thought. She was hot. She was, she, of course, <laughs> of course. But it was like... America's gone soft because they've taken the boots off. Is I that the idea? I think that is part of the argument. I think I just think it's silly. Well, That's sure. what she looked like. Well, they also I mean, you changed. Know. You're not forgetting about the brown M&M, who was the boss lady, the girl boss. The girl boss. They're right. changing uh-huh. her to be less bossy. Oh, because really? Because it's sexist when, when uh, women have power. It just feels like they're taking stuff away <laughs> from the girl M&Ms, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, but we we ended our, we ended up in the opposite side of the argument that I thought we were gonna. Wait, I'm trying to get up. I'm trying to get both sides because I don't quite understand. And then I want to know who's I want to know who's arguing for the affirmative of taking the boots off. I don't know who who is yeah. really bothered. I don't really know who oh, I'm really a pure, wants. I'm a pure centrist in this argument. <laughs> Whether it's M or M, I'm on the ampersand. I like that. I, I think I'm that, on the ampersand. I think that's maybe. admirable. I, I would I would kiss the green M M&M and M on the mouth no matter what she wears on her feet. Oh, I really, think that's beautiful. It's not about it's not about it's not about footwear. It's not about personality. It's about looks. <laughs> it's about what color M M&M and M you are. Because <laughs> you know you wouldn't you wouldn't kiss the blue one. Because they're all brown on the inside. Oh, that's good. So is the brown M&M like inside out? Is she like a Harlequin fetus? No. Don't look that up. Don't. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys went up. to pre-K together. <laughs> <laughs> you guys went to pre-K. Yeah. Well, Fifth grade, first of all. Give us some credit. I'm sorry. So you, got, so you just met in fifth grade? That was the first time you met? That, yeah, that was the first time we met. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very, um, very sweet. It's been what? Now it's been 15 years. We, we talked about this already. I know, but I'm just saying. I just wanted to say. <laughs> throw back to the yeah, classic. Throw back to the classic. In case you ago. missed the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. It's uh, in, case you're just, in case you just decided to start the episode 35 <laughs> minutes in. Into the thing, as they say. Well, I what I want what I wondered was um, because your ICH thing makes a good point. I wanted to ask you yeah. if there was ever a movie that you saw that you wanted to remake. Like, if there was ever something that you like had a passion, like, oh. Now it's time to bring it back in this idea. Can I tell you the like the only thing that's entering my mind right now? Sure. And it's certainly not the answer. I need a time. I need time. Yeah. But do you remember Arthur and the Invisibles? Arthur Vaguely. <laughs> Arthur and the Invisibles. Vaguely. Yeah. Where of course. it's the story about the kid who he's, yeah. like his grandfather got stolen by <laughs> these elves. Like shit. <laughs> and they turned him into an elf. Yeah. And eventually the kid finds the magic. Yeah, and he, like, uh, and he becomes an elf. Gran- oh, he, he becomes an elf. He becomes an elf. He, saved his he does go down and save the grandfather. Okay, okay. And I forget exactly how they leave the movie ending, 
But they leave it open for like a sequel where they have to go back and become little elves again. Wait, why are they called the Invisibles? It's it's their culture, man. <laughs> you're you're going to get canceled if you go down that <laughs> review. You've got to pick your battles. <laughs> pick your battles. Which M&M do you want right, to fight? I don't want to get into that uh, culture war. <laughs> there you go. And here's the thing. I was pissed that I never got... Because I remember as a kid, I enjoyed the movie. And yeah. I never got a sequel. I looked it up a few years ago. Apparently, there are sequels, but only released in Europe. Oh. <laughs> There's two and three. Wow. Arthur Invisibles 2 and 3. Yeah. And they never were released. Is uh, it a, are they British in the movie? No. I don't remember. No, no, they're, no, no. They're elves. They're oh. elves. No. Kind of the same idea. I don't remember, but Arthur, Arthur and the Invisibles. Uh, that would if be anybody the one has you a, do. If anybody has a copy yeah. of Arthur and the Invisibles 2 and 3, send them my way. Two yeah. Three. Like, you have it on uh, HD VHS. DVD. Yeah, exactly. Blu ray. Does anybody have a Blu ray player? I do. Yeah, do well, you? my Xbox plays Blu rays. Well, there so, you yes. go. There you go. That was, got, that was why you got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I play games on it sometimes. Sometimes. Right. Mostly yeah. I just play Arthur yeah. and the Invisibles. <laughs> I heard it was a good video game. Did our cameras die yet? <laughs> no, no. We're, Check we're, it. Do you see on this one? Is this one still going? Still going. Okay, great. Still going. We've got 42 minutes. Okay, great. Wow. Got one little chunk of battery left. All right. Well, why, let's, you know, why don't we, we start wrapping wanna, things up? You want to wrap things up or you want to take a break and come back? Because I have to pee. We, we could take a break. If we well, I figure, we just, I figure the next out. thing we should do is we should do the, the ranking thing. Well, we That'll be its own video. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. oh, that's separate. That'll be it. its own video. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's separate. So do we want? So is there anything else we want to talk about on well, the podcast? Well, let me format? think if there's anything I want to present. <laughs> <laughs> Any more pitches? <laughs> Any more pitches? <laughs> uh, uh, do you have a Do you have a pitch for how they would fix the green M M&M? and M? How they'd fix her? How they'd fix her? <laughs> like in the vet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying if you, I'm saying if you D- were tired tubes. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm saying if you were at Hershey, you're the development you're the development ad guy at Hershey's, and you have to distract away from your uh, child slavery lawsuit. Okay. Yeah, what yeah, are you yeah. gonna do to your M and M's to fix them? Well, um, to- I would probably, I'd probably go all the way and make her like, kind of like um maybe like a punk type. Okay. <laughs> maybe like a post-apocalyptic raider type character. Okay. All right. Yeah, like Fall something Hawk. in Fallout. Uh, you tell you, I'll tell you what but I do. I keep the others exactly the same. I like that. So like, she's just like wants to go out and kill rad roaches, there and mutated go. beasts. Yeah. And the others are just like, well, I mean, what Ooh. about uh, the creamy chocolate goodness or whatever? <laughs> That's J.K. Like, Simmons. Shut up you know and that? give me that laser pistol. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, not yeah. anymore because they have to have um. They have to replace him with somebody. They have to replace him with a real M M&M. and M. You know what I would do? This is what I would do. I'd make each one of them a member of the village people. And that's it. I Give them a hat and, yeah. a little, and a little chieftain thing going on. Okay. And yeah. I think that would, that's all you need. You'd fix the problem. I just but think, would they wear boots? No. Okay. <laughs> that actually, I, I, I do keep That's that. where you draw the line. <laughs> I'm no way. Okay. I, I don't know why I had raiders on my mind, but like, I think like I kind of deep down inside want to be a raider. All right. In a post-apocalyptic. I deep down inside want to be the green M&M. So it makes sense. Yeah, it all makes sense. What would your What would you be if you were in the apocalypse? Like, what would your character trope be? Would you be the junkie? I'd be the guy with allergies. You'd be oh. dead. I would totally be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, not yeah. even. Not even. I think I'd become an inventor. You would be. You would be pretty. I think you would be both. Would go oh, pretty would you far. Invent? 
Uh, you know, I have to be put in that situation, but I'd have big, I'd have, you know, cr- uh, dusty glasses. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> one has a crack in them. And I'd have crazy hair. Yeah, yeah. Bald in the middle, but. People would knock on my door and I would just open it as a crack. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what do you want? Uh-huh. You know, I'd do that. You have, what you have is, you have my skull. Yeah. <laughs> in your, in exactly. No, and you're my buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah got my, you've my got buddy. my head in a vat. That's you still, what it is. You still hear him talking to you. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. He's the real yeah. scientist. Yeah. Yeah. You're, 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 I'm you're, a fraud. <laughs> you're still making straight white kids. <laughs> We've almost made the perfect YouTube <laughs> But the servers for YouTube have been down since the great blast exactly. of 0500. Shut up! <laughs> it's, it's like a Twilight Zone situation where you're like, I can finally make my YouTube content. <laughs> and then you realize the bunker has no Wi-Fi. Has no. no. I had all the time oh. in the world. It's okay. It's not fair. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll, have, I'll be backloaded four months. <laughs> that way. The servers come up. Yes. And yeah. they'll come back. Yes. Yeah. And Mr. Beast will have me on yeah. for a Squid Game recreation. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's. Uh, Anything else, man? I think that's pretty good. Well, Sebastian. I'd just like to say. What you? What would you like to say? Um, Hansel Sphere Studios. <laughs> Please. It's true. H-A-N-Z-L, Absolutely. H a n z l. The word sphere. There's gonna be a link in the in the description below. Uh-huh. Okay, in case you miss it. Yeah. Exactly. No, I thoroughly. Time, are you gonna time code this one so it has the beats? Yeah, we'll time code it. Why not? We've been time coding them. You didn't time code the last one I saw. I didn't want to do that. No, I, like, I just want to go to. We have Jack now. We'll twist Jack's. We have a social media manager, Jack McCain. We have to text them back. Mm-hmm. But we'll have oh, him. Oh, you do? Yeah, we do. Wow. We, we've, we've hired another person to come on. Where is all this money going, huh? Uh, <laughs> answers nowhere. <laughs> but I'll tell you, man, I enjoyed the conversation. You're welcome back anytime you have any other uh, movie ideas. Thanks fun. for having me. Well, course. I have a few more if we have a few hours. <laughs> uh, that's it. Oh, our camera just died. <laughs> Oh no! All right. Well, Thank Sebastian Monjuch, uh, Hansel Fear. Monjuch. Monjuch. Yeah. Sebastian Monjuch. How did I say it? You said Montjuch. Montjuch. It's okay. the same idea. You got to start the whole episode again. You're right. I'm <laughs> Sebastian Monjuch. Everybody. All yes. right. Start again in three, two, one. <laughs> so my idea for Ice Age is, <laughs> and cut. <laughs> like and subscribe. Uh, Ryan Quigley from Bernie. We'll see you next time. Please, guys. Bye. We, we need it. <laughs> <laughs>